for the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio, your real talk station, with 24 hours of commercial free programming. The Green Room is brought to you today by LegalZoom.com, the leader in self-help legal documents. Make sure to use referral code GREEN to get a discount at checkout. And now, live from Studio City, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! All right, everyone, welcome to The Green Room. We're doing it live here on LATalkRadio.com. Thank you, everyone, for uh, tuning into the program. How is everyone? We got a full studio tonight. It's a party, Logan. (laughs) We're good. It's a party. I also have uh, my longtime buddy from back home, Chris. Chris, uh, thanks for sitting in. Buddy's a strong word. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, you know, we'll get to that later. We've had tumultuous times. But, you know, overall, very good friend, Chris. Very good friend. And uh, also my other buddy, Bill. Bill sitting in. All right, Bill. All right, there you go. Get a little closer to the mic. Bill's Bill's leaning back like he's too cool for the show. Not Lil Wayne over here, Bill. Trying. All right, everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning in the program. First off, last week, where we last left off, um, Billy Mays Jr. was in the program, and unfortunately, um, his father passed away. Very, very unfortunate. I, I don't know. I, I'm assuming it's not related to his appearance on the program, but in... Shouldn't be assuming. Well, <laughs> thanks, Logan. No, I, I'm going out on a limb and assuming it's not related, but... As an homage to his dad. Here you go. Here's a clip. The best of Billy Mays. Billy Mays here breaking your back. Pounding. Super strong. Super, super strong. Now that's the strength of Billy Mays guarantee. Super strong. Super, super strong. With the flick of a switch. But it gets even better. So stop getting out of bed every night. Just pee in the closet. With confidence. Just pee in the closet. It's that easy. And we'll send you the world's most powerful weed. And we'll send you the weed with lightning speed. Just select a bit, then lock and load. Pull the trigger, then lock and load. So you'll never have trouble claiming what's yours. Now that's the strength of Billy Mays Guarantee. Do you have a drawer full of keys? Take them with you when you go hunting or fishing. And with every order, we'll also include 20 ounces of liquid. Look at this. All right, there you go, Billy Mays. That, that wasn't... All right, <laughs> thanks, Logan. That wasn't much of a tribute. It's just uh, the Gangster Remix I downloaded off YouTube. So, uh, Billy Mays, rest in peace. God bless. Yeah. All right. Hey, before you go into that, I, sure, sure, I think uh, you know death is not a funny thing, but wouldn't it be ironic if uh, Billy Mays' uh, discharge was cleaned up with a sham wow? <laughs> that it would be. I love I love Wow. He was talking to uh, Billy Mays. Sham wow. <laughs> what is it? You secrete like uh, 0.7 pounds when you die? <laughs> that would pick it up. He would, be, he would be a Zorby man all the way. Billy Mays Jr. was in – or was on – on the phone line, calling in and talked about the beef that was started between. Well, the uh, third. Vince, on the line now. Let's not say Junior. Yeah. Junior died, unfortunately. No, no. Well, all right. He's Billy Mays the third. <laughs> Billy Mays second passed away. Thank you, Logan, for assisting on that technicality. No problem. Um, <clears throat> no, but he he really he was really angry at the uh, Shamwell guy first off for stealing his product. He thought the Zorby was the original product. I must agree, um, but. 
for you know, I guess the Shamrock guy was like super cocky. We all heard the story about how um, you heard that off his tongue. Yeah, uh, he don't uh, patronize us. Don't even <laughs> tell us that story. All right, <laughs> Logan, what are you trying to act tough in front of the guests? <laughs> that golden retriever bites. I, I don't really know the story actually. No, well, <laughs> the Shamwell guy. He uh, was down in uh, Florida. He got a prostitute, $750. First off, that's kind of bizarre that the ShamWow guy can afford a $750 prostitute. He tries to shove his tongue down her throat. She bites his tongue. First off, I I blame the ShamWow guy there. Like, who tries to kiss a prostitute? And if you're going to kiss a prostitute, it's a peck on the cheek. It's not shoving your tongue down her throat. $750, you don't want to shove your tongue down her throat. Right, exactly. She's just protecting her moneymaker. I, I totally uh, I totally take the prostitute side in that argument, which I've I've done in many of an argument. <laughs> we got Chris here, we got Bill Roosh, um, buddies from high school. So uh, let's see, man. Wow, where to start? First off, I met um, Chris and Bill from uh, high school, eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade. Um, I, I Bill actually lives out here in California right now. He's a resident. Chris is just out here uh, visiting L.A. I remember the uh, last time Chris was out here in Los Angeles. The last time I hung out with Chris in L.A., we went to a uh, a party, and um, <laughs> him and my other buddy from Pennsylvania, there was a uh, some marijuana floating around, and uh, both both Chris and my other buddy Brandon partaked in it, and. <laughs> They just freaked out because, honestly, if you're not from California or don't smoke California weed regularly, the the strength really is a, a step up. And the entire night, uh, Brandon and Chris were convincing themselves it was laced with something. They're like that that had to be crack. That had to be crack. <laughs> don't. Oh my God. We just we just smoked something. And they were convincing each other. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting on the side laughing my ass off. I was like, Oh guys, come on. <laughs> Do you remember that, Chris? Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> it was an incredible night. But uh, I didn't convince myself that it was crack or PCP, as I was told. Uh, well, it started off, you know, the natural circle of marijuana just at the party began. And the girl, who was probably about 97 pounds, decides, let's go to downtown L.A. And she just starts off going. She's like, where should we go? We'll go. Yeah, there. So, so casual. Yeah, so casual. So I decide just like any after-school special, to partake just one hit, because that will make me cool. Um, well, after that one hit, when it made the round back to me, I feel like my head is popped off. And <laughs> I had that same conversation with you outside of the garage, because you weren't, you weren't ready to be around people for a while. <laughs> I was not. And, uh, well, I'm sitting there by myself, just, just got a drink, and I'm just like, all right, maybe I'm just really high. Well, the other guy from out of town comes up to me and goes, I think it's either PCP or heroin. And he goes, ah, and just runs away from me. So now I'm just stuck there just thinking this in my mind. So I decide to, you know, try to level and just talk to Bill. And that obviously doesn't work because Bill is just uh, laughing his ass off. And then I decide to leave the party, which is the hardest thing when you're ever stoned out of your mind because it's a big house and there's no exits. So I'm decided to look around and I go through doors and I'm just like pulling cabinets <laughs> and I'm like yeah, everything, anything that would open, Chris will lead outside. Uh, basically, at this point, so I now think in my head, oh my god, if someone sees me, they must think I'm stealing. So the maid in the house goes, "Can I help you?" I go, "I'm not stealing anything," and she goes to me. Uh, I didn't think you were, sir. I was like, Miss, I'm just really drunk. I need to go outside. And that's when Sean luckily found me and talked me down you, out with the high know, seat. You know someone's really fucked up when, when you meet them and they just want to level with you. Like, all right, 
I'll level with you. I'm really fucked up, and I just want to get home, all right? Let's just relax, okay? Relax. And then you remember the rest of that party? Bill uh, hit it off with some other teacher chick. This is this nice. is just yeah. This is just classic. So you know, is she listening tonight? I'm gonna give no, a no one's listening. <laughs> Logan, come on, Lauren's listening. That's it. <laughs> yeah, Bill's tuning out right now. Uh, no, no, Bill was with a chick, and I think we had all come together or something, and so we start. And Bill's like, yeah, um, hey, this girl has an after party. But clearly, when we got over there, there was no after party. It was just this chick <laughs> trying. <pajamas. laughs> and she was in her pajamas. And she was like, hold on, let me go to the bathroom. Me, Bill, and Chris look at each other and just get that like look like, all right, let's Grand. all leave. So we just left Bill at this chick's place in the valley. And um, then we drove and went to a strip club. And, uh, well, let's see what happened after that. Oh, well, oh, Brandon really... <laughs> Really fell in love with one stripper, and then got, I remember I remember Chris and I at some point just gave up because Brandon kept going back in the the back room for private dances. I Chris, it was you? No, 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 it's Brandon. Uh. I don't have that kind of money for private dances. <laughs> Are you kidding me? If, I, if I'm paying forty dollars for something, I'm getting something out of it. <laughs> Not just a great time. Oh, Massage. That's your masseuse. Hey, we don't need to talk about my physical therapist. The rub, tug, and hug. <laughs> she got a hug. Yeah, well, yeah, of course there's a hug. Well, that's forty dollars worth then, right? Well, right. Come on, you want some intimacy? My mother doesn't even hug me. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully she doesn't rub you or tug you either. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> that was how it was growing up. Or- ordered. Oh man. Well, speaking of Brandon, I was thinking about uh, hanging out with Brandon um, when uh, Brandon came up when we were. I was in Penn State. Um, Bill was up visiting at Penn State, and we went to a Billy Joel Elton John concert. And you know, we're we're just a bunch of like uncouth uh, dudes from Pennsylvania, so we're hanging out in the dorm rooms at Penn State, getting really drunk, getting really uh, messed up on whippets and stuff. <laughs> which like is how years old. yeah, which is how most people uh, pregame for a Billy Joel concert. <laughs> anyway, we go to the Billy Joel Elton John concert. Elton John is opening for Billy Joel. And our one buddy, we're smoking weed in a stadium, and uh, and and the entire time my one buddy's just yelling, "Get this fag off stage! Get this fag off stage!" And people are looking around like, "Oh my god, you guys are the most uncouth people of all time." That must have been what they're thinking. It's kind of odd, like paying to go to a concert and then screaming at them. <laughs> right? No, yeah, I mean, he's a he's a living rock legend, and we're still <laughs> we were still heckling him. That's a big word, couth. Uncouth, oh. but yes. <laughs> like I Uncouth, said, actually. it's a huge word for me. See, even I don't even know how to spell that. <laughs> it's like twice as many syllables. Yeah. Oh, what are you? Dumb, we, dumb, no, dumb, no words or something? No words? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Well, um, we had a lot of great experiences in high school, um, Bethlehem. That's... Uh, where we grew up, um, we uh, I'm lo- I wrote down like a list of you know great stories we had, and I realized, oh wait, this is this is just a pattern of alcoholism. Like this is it's not a collection of anecdotes. It's just stuff we did when we were really drunk. Who guessed alcohol? And there's a Jim Beam bottle on the table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gone for an hour. This, yeah, I know. We just we just uh, we're turning this show into a party. For um, well, one of the legendary times we had together, we went to Cancun. 
Um, senior year. I even heard about that. Yeah, Logan even heard the tale. Senior year. Uh, most seniors were going to Ocean City, Maryland, but our bunch of uh, degenerate buddies decided, no, 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 they might, we might get arrested. There could be some legal implications. So we decided we're going to Cancun. And so eight of us got together. Somehow at 18, we scrounged together like $1,200 each yeah, we're to go to Cancun. The best part, or I mean, there was no best part. I, but as we were, <laughs> we were in the Newark airport, um, Justin's mom, we know the Justin I'm talking about, Justin's mom takes us in. She, like, walks us through the terminal of the gate. And while she's there, uh, Justin goes, oh, man, I'm going to need protection. So he goes and buys, like, a novelty bag size of condoms in front of his mom. It's like, don't don't worry, Mom. I'll be all right. Yeah, halfway through the week, we, we walked in and uh, in the room, in the shower, Justin was, was in the shower scrubbing himself. And he opens up the door. He's like, yeah, I just bang this girl in the pool. I got scrubbed the AIDS off. <laughs> He's like, he's clearly, clearly not aware of STDs. He also, um, he also was responsible. Someone took a dump in our bidet. Wait, wait. Would you want to like, talk about uncultured taking a shit in the bidet? That's not very cool. Wait, at all. tell the tale of how Justin's story went from I banged the girl in the pool to yeah, we might have hooked up. You can do that. Take it away, Bill. <laughs> all right, Bill. Bill, come close to the mic. Give the recap of Justin. We won't give his last name. I think it started off him saying that he was banging her up against the, the wall of in the front pool. of her dad. And, everyone, and people were cheering. <laughs> and it was like a half hour session. Whoa. It finished with a money shot. Yeah. And then it turned out, I think he like made out with a girl like at the bar. Well, the story, <laughs> the story transitioned slowly over time. And then it was like, oh, you know what? Um, you know, she just pulled her bathing suit to the side. I slid in and I was just, you know, banging her while I was, you know, we were at the bar. And then he's like, all right, well, her brother was there and, you know, I got her from behind. I just put it in for a few minutes. And then it was like, all right, I finger banged her. Uh, it was nothing big. Uh, the reason I scrubbed it is because I put it on my dick. Uh, can I say dick? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. It's the internet. Nigger. Um, and so... So then, you know, you basically it just travels to, at the end of it, he's just like, yeah, it hooked up with some girl at the bar, which was, but it was better than Strobel saying he lost his virginity. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously our one buddy, uh, C. Strobel, he said that, he claimed that he had lost his virginity. That's How about Strobel and Carl? <laughs> he claimed that he had lost his virginity when we all knew he was lying. And it was really an uncomfortable moment. Meanwhile, I didn't lose my virginity. I made out with 30 girls in Cancun. I had multiple triple kisses. I had like a running tally. Dudes thought I was the man. Like I was just, I was just grabbing two chicks by the time and these crazy triangles of, of French tonguing, and I was just, I just felt on top of the world, Debauchy. and still, still did not get laid. It was almost impressive how I didn't get laid. Speaking of Justin, that same Justin who loaded up on the condoms and took a dump in the bidet, he came to me and. Uh, we had just randomly met at some club. The the Mexican clubs, they totally lure you in with this. Oh, hey, unlimited drinking, $20. <laughs> you know, we're 18. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a great deal. And so we're there getting hammered out of our mind. And um, Justin comes up to me, straight face. I mean, as straight face as you could be hanging out in Cancun at, at a bar like that. Senior goes, frogs, I'll throw a plug in there. Senior frogs, yeah, they're looking for more business after the Natalie Holloway disappearance. <laughs> they're looking to get some more action. He goes to me. Dude, uh, don't tell anyone, but uh, I just shit my pants. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, don't worry, it's cool. I threw it out. <laughs> I was like, well, that was the last part I was worrying about. So obviously this guy's really intoxicated. We hang out there for the rest of the evening. We go out to the street to try to find a way back home. 
you know, we're at some random bar in Cancun. Like, you know, the idea is probably you should just stay on the resort, but that was like the last thing we wanted to do. Like, hey, let's go out and seek adventure. So we're at this at this bar. I don't know how how far away from our hotel, and we're uh, there trying to catch a cab. And the buddy who shit his pants, he goes, oh, he didn't say anything. He just starts walking out into the street and. Um, Almost gets hit by a bus. I reach out. I grab him by the back of the wife beater. Pull him back. It saved his life. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah we all thank you for it. <laughs> well, he doesn't. He's mad at me. He doesn't want to talk to me right now. Were you the one, or was it Justin, that we got lured into a, that strip club? Oh, yeah. No, that was... Um, I think that was me, you, and... No, it was just me and you, I think, because I remember... Right. All right, here's how it goes. You're outside clubs, and what they do is they have wristbands. They say, $20, all you can drink, come to this club. And basically what happens from there is uh, me and Sean are outside and we're like, oh, a man is propositioning us. It must be right. (laughs) So we decided to follow this guy. And I mean, off Cancun Strip is shady. And uh, we decide... Not that regular Cancun's not. Well, yeah. We decide that, you know, worst case scenario, we're just getting good drugs. So we go and we end up walking through this alleyway up these stairs and we're walking through. I was like, I think this might be a strip club, dude. So we walk in. And sure enough, it's a strip club. And the guy said, $20, all you can drink. Well, first of all, it costs $25 to get in. <laughs> so they took an extra five from us. Then we sit down. We're like, well, it's all you can drink. It's like, if you don't drink, get the fuck out of here. And we're like, oh, man, that sucks. So we're sitting there. We just ordered one Corona. And Sean goes to me. He goes, listen, we'll finish this. We'll get out of here. So a girl walks up to me. And she's like, hey, why don't you come in the back room? I was like, no, I'm definitely cool. And, <laughs> and Sean was like, all right, man, we'll just finish this up. So I turn. I look around. And I turned back. Sean is gone. Now, not gone, but went with the oldest, ugliest woman in the strip club. So I decide to, you know, so I'm sitting there, and finally the girl's like, hey, do you want to come in the back? I was like, whatever. I'll go in the back. So where normal strip clubs go, you know, there's usually like a, a you know, some kind of dance going on. But unfortunately, there's no barriers. And I, I see it Sean, is weird watching someone else get like a, a getting a lap dance. But so that's creeping me out. But across from me is an 80 year old man getting a blowjob. I mean, oh. he's getting head, and he's staring directly in my eyes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, someone older than my grandfather, oh and my he's God. just looking at me with this big smirk on his face. So it's That's the creepiest creepy. thing I've ever seen. So I get up, and thank God I leave before you know anything gets bad. I don't know what happened to you, Sean. Well, I just remember they kept saying, $250 changed my clothes. And I was like, why do I want to change your clothes? Take your clothes off. I guess it was some euphemism for prostitution. Uh, but I know what you're thinking, Sean. This alcoholism, that has to be genetically related. Well, here's a... Uh, we're going to play a clip of my dad at uh, a birthday or a graduation party. I'll take a commercial break, and we'll be back with uh, more antics from high school. Dad, so what's, what's your take on the, uh, on the party? I'm Clay Aiken. Okay, I love Clay Aiken. That's what I should have said the other day when you asked me, he goes, do you know anybody from American Idol? And I, I remember Clay Aiken because you did that thing. You, you did it like a videotape? Let me point it over there. I'm not pointing at you. Just a quick, you know, just having a conversation. Yeah. So, Clay Aiken, man. Yeah. He did, he did that thing. <laughs> you were like on a with a kind of speech where all the oh yeah, where, where guys go. It's like okay, you, 
Kayaki, the guy with the beard. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. When you said, do you know anybody on American Idol? Yeah, you missed out on that. I missed out. So what's your take on the uh, barbecue? What's your take? How was the barbecue? It's good barbecue. <laughs> This whole Hollywood thing, man. That's what these guys do out here. Yeah, it's like they're like videotaping for the floor, man. Like K plus 2 plus You get videotaped for your whole life. Well, how do you know the difference between being videotaped or living? When the reality starts. Hey, hey, Logan, you know what we're talking about today? Hey, what are we talking about? We're talking about LegalZoom.com, the leader in self-help legal documents. Oh, you mean my favorite website? Yeah, Logan, you had experience with LegalZoom. Can you quickly tell us about it? That's right. I got a DBA at LegalZoom for documentary label. Nice. And so you have uh, your own business, right, and you use LegalZoom.com. How was that experience? It was simple. It was easy. It was cheap. And there's no fourth thing. Right. <laughs> You, you you just heard my dad, and and if you're a dad and you don't have a will, what are you thinking, man? What are you, are you you're an idea person? Right now, the, our economy needs this. We need ideas, people. You know, Billy Mays just passed away, and it, yeah, he was he was a great he was a great person to bring ideas to the forefront. But let's be honest, if you have a great invention, a great business, you need a patent, you need a trademark. But let's be honest, you probably don't have a lot of money. LegalZoom.com saves you up to 85% off a lawyer. Let's be honest, this is the best time to start your business. There's a lot of people looking for work, a lot of people looking to get shit done. That's right. This is the time to do it. Also a reminder, LegalZoom.com is not a law firm. They provide self-help services at your specific direction. And uh, make sure you get that special discount by typing GREEN in the referral box. Let your buddy, Sean Green, save you some green at checkout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Logan. <laughs> I was I was just staring at Logan to see if I could get anything off. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the program. <laughs> welcome back. Wow, it's good to be back after that break. Yeah. All right. Well, first, uh, we'll take a quick divergence here. Uh, Logan, how'd you get the giant marks on your head? <laughs> Logan All is sitting right. here with two what's like half inch scars on top of your forehead. <laughs> I hope they're not scars. I All was right. uh I've been doing carpentry lately. I'm an assistant carpenter at this shop and they had me just I wasn't even working really when I did this. I was actually at Home Depot getting like a quarter inch uh piece of plywood. And when I bent over, like, it's kind of hard to explain, but basically I had to pull it out of the shelf. It's a pretty big, heavy piece of wood. Had to set that down, and when I went to go set it down, I hit my head on another piece of wood (laughs) that was a quarter inch long. And if you actually measure these two marks, they're like a quarter inch inch apart. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. I made, like, an imprint in my face, and now I'm embarrassed. No. Don't worry, Logan. (laughs) You have nothing to be ashamed of. Um, shame would be the pimple, an adjective. On, the pimple on your forehead. Yeah, that, that's twenty six. It's an acne scar, Chris. Thank you. All right, we actually got a phone call right now, so I'll, I'll take this. It's permanent. All right. Actually, Caller, oh, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. Caller, you're on the green room. Yes, I was wondering, is, is there any way we can get more out of this Bill character? I feel like he's like an onion, and we just once we get behind some of these layers, 
we'll know more about him. But he's a little cocksure on the microphone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I hear you, brother. You looking to peel the onion that is Bill Root? Uh, Bill? Yeah. I just want to <laughs> get the core of everything that is William Root. All right. Well, I, I would say there's a... Um, I've peeled. You don't want to go too deep. <laughs> the alcoholism yeah, surrounds just a lot cry. of it. It'll just make you cry. What, what specific question do you have for Bill? Well, does Bill have a new tattoo? Bill, do you have a new tattoo? No. The Roosh Man got a tattoo, is what I'm wondering. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no, Roosh Man does not have a tattoo. Sorry, Sully. Don't. <laughs> does, uh, does Roosh Man have a Westinghouse barometer by any chance? <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. He the one that measures barometric pressure. Um. <laughs> no. Um, What's going on, guys? Hey, I appreciate the shout out, Matt. Uh, <laughs> the Phantom Matt. I, lo- I love this. Uh, I get crank calls like citing other crank calls on talk radio shows. That's that's when you know you're doing well. <laughs> Well, everyone else has been doing it. I figured I'd give it, give right. it some love. Oh, hey, why not, Matt? I've had a chance to listen to it live. You guys are doing great. All right. Thanks, Matt. You have any specific questions for Logan, Chris, or Bill? Um, or Sean? No, no questions. How are we, how are we going to celebrate uh, Green's birthday next Saturday? Oh, I don't know. Uh, probably uh, just getting house. drunk. Uh, down at Bill's place. 46 spankings. That's how old you are, right? <laughs> 40. Uh, Logan making a joke at how I look really old. All right. Thanks, Logan. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sean, I thought uh, All right, maybe... Thanks for calling in, Matt. You want to do that on-air reaction, showing the scar? Oh, okay. Back to all right. Um, yeah, sure. So, all right. Uh, let's see. Cancer is obviously a bad thing. <laughs> so, we know that um, skin cancer, it could possibly kill you. And uh, as a survivor of skin cancer, I feel like not only should I tell people about my experiences, I should also warn other people. I had skin cancer on my back. And I was luckily stage one. They got it out. And I have a giant scar to show for it. Um, Chris's girlfriend is in the studio. So I'm going to take my shirt off and show her the scar and uh, try to get her take. And hopefully this will be a warning to you guys enjoying the 4th of July to actually go out and wear SPF 45. So hopefully this convinces you guys. You don't think that's bad? Wow. Unimpressed. Oh. That's her reaction. Oh, what? That's she it? She threw up everywhere. <laughs> She's too much of a lady. Yeah. Speaking she of ladies. She's the whole background, too. Like, the whole back in general. Yeah, well, that right. a lot of back hair. Well, well, seriously. Yeah. What, Thank God the, uh, the, hair and, the hair and acne uh, diverted from <laughs> He grooms it. No, he, he does a great job. It's like uh, you, might, you might have a nice mower back there. I don't know what you're doing. Hey. I'm a real man. I'm, I'm, I have a lot of testosterone. I'm not ashamed of it. All right, no, I'm no metrosexual. Nothing, I, nothing wrong with that. I, mean, I proved saying. that. I proved that today, and I proved that in gym class. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, <laughs> Mr. Milosky says hello. <laughs> um, I took a gym class with Chris, and um, legendary gym class with Chris. We had a uh, really like sweetheart, uh, sweetheart of a teacher that we would just mess with all the time uh for well one of the examples a great example was that uh someone i went to gym the one day and you had to change in the shorts obviously someone stole my gym shorts i blamed on puerto ricans but in in fact it was probably just chris or my other buddies but we went up to miss shamanic and we said hey 
I said to her, I go, hey, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be graded poorly for not having gym shorts. Can I just take the class in my boxer shorts? And I just remember looking at me so sternly, like, all right. But if anything comes out of those shorts, God help you. If anything comes out of those boxers, you're getting an F. And that was a lot of, that was a lot of pressure. Did you really go through all of gym class in boxer shorts? Yeah. I went through it twice. Yeah, you, exactly. I think. It, it became a trend. We, we played, what was that, suicide ball. We got to throw it over there. Oh, right. A lot of flopping. There was also another fun game we used to play called Flinch, which was um, Chris and... Blatantly homosexual. <laughs> no, not as much as the wrestling. Chris and my other buddy Steve <laughs> used to hold me down against the wall and throw balls at me, and if I flinched, I got hit with the ball. So, I know, it's weird. Like I, I tell people that story like, oh yeah, gym class was so fun. Me and my buddies used to hang out all the time, and then I describe being held down and had a ball thrown at me. But if I flinched, I still got the ball thrown at me. It was really lose lose. Yeah, it was win win for us. <laughs> it's but. funny, like we were saying the same thing because I figured Chris and I were buddies, but he used to like make me do his homework. He <laughs> <laughs> forced me to do his homework. Well, listen, so both, just, both <laughs> got into Penn State. I went to a state school yeah. in Pennsylvania, so let's all not oh, cry. Now. Well, we let's be honest. Homework, so let's be honest, Chris. But he, but where he, did you go? Where did you first go? All right, so we all went to high school. We're all really into <laughs> drinking, manly guys, and then out of nowhere, when we're all about to graduate, Chris goes. That's it. I've had enough of you guys. I'm going to pursue my dream. We're like, what? He goes, I'm going to fashion school. We're like, what? And he goes, I'm going to fashion school down in Philadelphia, and don't think any of you can stop me. He's like, fuck all you guys. I'm out. You'll never see me again. He specifically told me it's a closed-door policy. I was like, oh, yeah. Hey, you're you're going down to fashion school in Philadelphia. I'll I'll come down and visit you sometime. And he goes, no. We probably won't ever see each other again. Chris, describe how your uh, experience my, my, in fashion my, my school. My thought process there was, uh, well, everyone's going to a good. Oh, everyone's going to a good school. Let's do the opposite and let's just do uh, the most ridiculous thing you possibly do. Um, Who would have known how ridiculous that uh, thought process was? And it, uh, it makes perfect sense. Uh, it, it went nowhere, but uh, I did get to do a lot of drugs in Philadelphia, which turned out well. But yeah, I did end up finding Sean after that. Yeah how 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 was uh, how was fashion school for you? Uh, well, I, I did at one point sit next to a dude who I later found out was a girl, which was awkward. And then I also sat next to a girl who I later found out was a dude. So it was kind of the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. But uh, at one point when I was sewing something, I realized <laughs> this wasn't the right thing for me. Thank God Kutztown uh, hadn't started yet, so I was able to hop into that real fast. But So Chris went to a, a state school Kutztown. Did those two people specialize in unisex clothing? No, no, no. Basically, we just we made cod pieces <laughs> and anal beads all day long. Chris and I have had a, oh. uh, We were talking about Cancun earlier. Chris and I have had a lot of traveling experience, as with Bill, too. But I specifically remember the one time uh, Chris and I, we decided to take a road trip. We're, but that, that doesn't sound that weird. What sounds weird is the premise going into the road trip. Uh, we had been drinking all night, uh, you know, getting high and hanging out, and we went out. We're like, hey, let's hit up a strip club in, uh, you know, Bethlehem. We went out at like 135. They're like, all the strip clubs are close. I looked at Chris with like a stern eye, and I was like, Chris, you know where we're going? And he's like, yeah. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Let's go to Montreal. Montreal, Canada is a six-hour drive away <laughs> no, from. six hours, dude. It's like yeah. 10. Well, especially 10 when you lose, when you get the lost directions. <laughs> 
I, I still remember. I'll never forget this memory in my life. We go to a gas station. I'm pulling out a map, looking up Montreal, Canada, from uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, on a map. I drop the map because I'm, I'm so drunk. And Chris goes, are you sure you want to go through with this? And I look at him dead in the eye and I go, of course, man. <laughs> so I drive six or seven hours. We we get to the border of Canada at like, it's got to be like four in the morning. Uh, maybe five in the morning. It's just like just as the sun is rising. And... The, we got we come up to the border and we hadn't even thought of this. We had seven hours to think of a reason why we we're going to Canada, and we just told them, "Oh, we're here to hang out." <laughs> so they look at us. They give us the up and down, like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" So we get across the border. We hang in there, and and Chris and I were over in uh, Niagara. We didn't make it to Montreal. We went to like Niagara, uh, Mon- or Niagara, <laughs> Canada, and we go up to go to the casino, and I show my ID. They're like, "Sorry." You have to be 19. And I, I was like 18. And I tried to show my fake ID. They're like, no, you can't do that. Then we got a cup of coffee. And <laughs> After showing your real ID. <laughs> and, then oh, I, ID. and then I drive seven hours back. No, no, wait. Before you leave, uh, we're going back through the border. Now, you'd think we would say we've been there for weeks. <laughs> Sean goes, they go, how long have you been here? Sean goes, five minutes. <laughs> she goes, what? She goes, wait a minute. You've been here five minutes? He goes, uh, yes, it was a fraternity prank, and we had to get a stub ticket. And at this point, we're both so shady. She's just like, uh... We keep so looking at each other. <laughs> and she goes, what fraternity are you in? And I went, Gamma. And he goes, Alpha. I, you go, we're like, Gamma, Alpha. And she just sits there, she's like, uh, so what did you guys have to do? We're like, uh... We just sat, and like, it was so like funny. Sean's just like, Penn State... Yes. <laughs> we just, like, drove away. I swore we were going to rest at that point. Oh, well, we almost did because cu- coming back, like, Chris was falling asleep, and he was. He told me, he goes, hey, if you ever need me to drive, uh, let me know. And I was like, ah, fuck that. I just, I just want to get home. Let me get home. So I'm doing, like, 105 through upstate New York. Of course, I get pulled over, get a ticket. I still remember having the state trooper write me a ticket with Chris with, like, a blanket pulled over his head at, like, 7 o'clock in the morning. We were listening to Eddie Murphy Raw, by the way. Yeah, it was a great album. (laughs) And I thought, I was like, all right, so I go home. You know, after I told my mom I was just, like, sleeping over at Bill's place. But meanwhile, I've been on this Canadian adventure. I come home, and I'm like, oh, my God, I got a ticket. That was just such a waste of time. What the fuck was I thinking? I go to bed, I wake up, I'm like, uh, you know, it's like 10 o'clock on a, on a Friday, and I'm like, all right, you know what, I'll, I'll just go to Blockbuster, I'm going to rent a movie and just stay in, I, I don't want to go out drinking and, and all that bullshit, so I, I drive to Blockbuster, as I'm driving to Blockbuster, there's like a row of stop signs, and I'm just like half in the bag, you know, still just kind of tired and worn out, I roll through a stop sign, get pulled over again, I got two tickets in one day. I'd never gotten a ticket in my entire life, but still I was able to get two tickets in one day. It's got to be impressive. Real quick, Rain. Um, we were talking about fake IDs. I feel like we all have fake ID stories. You yeah. had uh, Jason Beasley. Oh, yeah. That was my fake ID name. So if anyone out there served liquor to Jason Beasley, that was a fake name. You, be- you made us call you the Bees? <laughs> <laughs> that was my nickname. <laughs> Thompson took a story. Chris took his his brother's ID. Thanks for his my brother. Last name. I appreciate that. It doesn't matter. His brother had uh, had glasses, so we borrowed uh, Justin's glasses, which were like really thick prescription glasses. He was wearing them on the street and running into like stop signs and stuff. In Ocean City, Maryland, uh, I was like, "Can I get Milwaukee's best?" He goes, "Right in front of you," and I'm looking, and it's so blurry, I can't see. So I just put my hand out. And I'm just sitting there, I was like, Milwaukee's best. The guy goes, I got it for you, I got it for you, champ. And I was, he puts it in my hands, like, oh, sweet. I just walked out. 
Oh, that's day the ten speed. <laughs> oh wow! All right, so we'll get into that too. Like, all right, so um, me and a couple of buddies. Hey, before, you, before you hop into that, let me sure. tell you about Bill and his ID. Matthew Mossack. Uh, yeah, well, no, no. All right. We're all in New York. We all go down to see Conan O'Brien. All right. And you know, there's tons of fake ID places you can go up there. Yeah, day trip to New York City pre 9/11. But yeah, definitely. It's damn. Arabs. Um, Everything's different now. Yeah. So Bill decides um, I'm filling out to, you know, give myself a 21-year-old ID. So I make myself, like, the day of 21. Bill goes, dude, that's too obvious. you got to make yourself, like, 23 or 24. I was like, that sounds so intelligent. So I do it. I make it. It's this beautiful Connecticut ID. I found an address that I want to make it. So I go home, so proud to show my mom. I'm like, Mom, I'm 23. She goes, well, according to this, you're twenty. You're not even twenty-one yet. I was like, that motherfucker. Bill gave me an Bill gave me an age that made me only twenty years old, and in nine months I was gonna turn twenty-one. That was so great. <laughs> so you had to chalk seventy-five. Seventy-five. I talked down to him too. Like, oh, you can't be twenty-one. My mom I'm made fun of me. That was so great. Thompson <laughs> waiting till his fake twenty-one birthday. It was a great day. I still remember um, when we had our fake IDs, uh, Thompson and I would get Bush Pounders, the Bush 16-ounce cans, during the weekday. And our logic was, even if the guy knew that it was a fake ID, he would still sympathize with us. Like, hey, it's a Tuesday and kids are buying Bush Pounders. They probably need these Bush Pounders. That was our whole logic. I was really just depressed at that time. (laughs) Really, Chris? I couldn't tell. Um, You cried in my arm that one day, so... Which day? That, well, the one day. I don't want to bring that up. No, you can bring it up. That oh, was the whole story about you and you your dad. Your too? Wow. All right. No, I, I don't no, remember. That's a joke. Oh, okay. Joke. Oh, really oh sorry. Because so, I, I, I have cried when I get really fucked up. I was telling Chris about cried? when we were in Vegas, and uh, and you met the girl who said she was, what, 30, 32? <laughs> and you tried <laughs> to, to bring up your up. age to say you were 27. All right. I met this Southern Belle <laughs> named, uh, was it Marianne or something? And she goes Mary to me. Jill. She had tans. Yeah. She goes. <laughs> Chris is making out with his girlfriend in studio. <laughs> Sorry, I was distracted there for a second. I know this is hot talk, guys. Um, <laughs> she goes to me. She goes, I'm 30. Uh, and I heard that and I was like, oh, wow. You know, I have to up my age. Because I know if like you're with an older chick, they're kind of freaked out by how old you are. So I go, oh, yeah, I'm totally 27. And I was only uh, 25. And she goes, yeah, right. You look at least thirty-seven. You don't. If you're gonna, if you're gonna misjudge my age by ten years, don't throw in at least. Oh my god. For the record, Lauren thinks you're pretty old looking. All right, thanks. For the record, like the record's already that I look much older than I am. No, you know, you just you age well. <laughs> like, no, obviously it's the complete opposite of aging well. A- aging well would be getting older and still looking the same age. Not, not in your case, though, Sean. Sean you age wonderful. You look, you look distinguished. Yeah. All right, thanks, Logan. That's why Logan's in show business. He can, he can bullshit with the best of them. Exactly. We both, we both have hairline problems. Yours seems to be coming back just as quick. <laughs> Thank you. Half of my forehead's on the East Coast right now. <laughs> I appreciate your consolation there, Chris. Oh, um, yeah, I, I am losing my hair, but it, you know, what are you gonna do, man? I'm a real man. You know why I lose hair? It's because you have so much testosterone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What can I say? It is. It is a weird point of um, 
jealousy. Like when you see even like bums with like a full head of hair, and you're just like, wow, you could be doing so much with your life. I think that all the time. You're just sitting there begging for change. Look uh, at you. You got a full head of hair. It's it. You just they're golden locks that are up there. Just billowing. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like God has Sun weaved yeah. money in their head. God has touched you, and you refuse to uh, embrace it. Speaking of God touching people, God really touched our one buddy Tom. Um, Tom is a uh, let's see how to say this uh, steroided freak. <laughs> Oh, all right. The grammar right, delicately. The grammar? <laughs> yeah, sure. Our one friend who uh, really into steroids and whippets, which is a it's a great combination. Bill, describe what uh, this guy who, you know, uh, Super Jack guy in high school, Super Jack high school football guy. Now, explain what his latest, um, what his latest endeavor is, Bill. Who? The Kramer? Yeah. I don't know. What is his latest endeavor? Uh, I don't know. He... Oh, oh, he wants to buy a gun. Yeah, he's um, off probation. Yeah, so he wants to buy. A, so Kramer wants to buy a gun, which is a that's a great idea. So there's a guy, and um, in Pennsylvania, the the gun laws, the gun laws in Pennsylvania are basically you can't conceal a weapon without a, a license or a permit. But as long as it's out, then it's okay. So if it's <laughs> if it's in in view of everybody, then it's okay to have a gun. So he bought a complete shoulder scary. holster. And just walks around with it out, and then it's legal. So he goes to the gym and squats 600 pounds with a Glock 90 in his shoulder holster. I just want to let you know, I, I googled Tom Kramer in Bethlehem, PA, and the first thing he came up was a funeral home. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not foreshadowing what's to come, I cannot believe. Uh, oh, man. Forever. Yeah, he'll live. It's like Highlander. All right, guys. Well, uh, we've had a great time, and we actually have a, a character of our own. We've talked a lot about our characters that we know. Uh, we have our own character here on the show calling in to do some uh, movie reviews. Uh, welcome, you're on the green room. Hey, how you doing? Is this uh, Stud Manley? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, how right. are you today? Talented film actor Stud Manley. Stud, we're going to uh, play your trailer real quick from your feature film so people can uh, kind of be accustomed to your work. Never before has raw sexuality been so raw or so sexual. Never before has suspense left you on such an edge of your seat. Never before has action been more action-packed. Never before has romance made you want to fall more in love. Stud Manly, Private Dick. Starring Stud Manly as... Stud Manly, Private Dick. No case is too difficult for him to solve. Bingo. No woman can resist him. Introducing the beautiful Tess Turin as Catherine. Never has a woman had more passion or more to love. All right, Stud, thanks for calling in, man. How you doing? Every time I hear that trailer, it kills him. I just find every time. <laughs> nice. So, uh, as a film actor, you're really, you're really tapped into the Hollywood industry. What's going on these days? Well, quite a bit. Uh, there's a lot of new movies coming out. Um, uh, just this, uh, this uh, the 4th of July holidays, they have a couple of movies coming out. The first one uh, being actually came out last week, My Sister's Keeper. Uh, you're probably familiar with that movie. I, I wouldn't waste my money on it. I would tell all your, uh, your uh, viewers not to waste their money on it either. All right. All it's the uh, uh, box office. First sure. of all, the, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, keep going, sir. 
Oh, yeah, the, ca- the casting is uh, very bad. Uh, they have, first of all, I'm, I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Oh, no, we're here. Okay. Uh, well, they, they cast, first of all, I don't know why they did it, but they cast this very unattractive young boy, uh, a bald-headed little boy, uh, to be in the movie, and she's supposed to be like a, you know, like a sissy girl or something. But, uh, and I don't know why they would do that. It, it's, uh, I mean, not even a pedophile is interested in a ugly little bald-headed boy, and, and I don't understand. Yeah, uh, Casa Hot people. Chick. A handsome little boy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Keep going, Sud. I like this insight. Okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Well, the the thing about it is, is not even pedophiles are interested in in going to see a movie with the <laughs> Michael Jackson. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't even catch him in uh, watching that film. And the, the only people that would be interested in this film are maybe women who've had hysterectomies that who need a reason to cry. So there's you know because there's no moisture you know there's certain parts of the body until they you know they need to you know to cry. And uh, there's another movie coming out that uh, that came out um, it's coming out oh it's coming out today. Uh, Public Enemies, the new Johnny Depp movie. I'm sure you're familiar with that one. Oh yeah, Johnny Depp. You know. But I wouldn't really, you know, there's a lady in there. There's a woman in there, Marion Cotillard. That's the way we pronounce it, uh, you know, you know, the woman is French. And, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about she's such a great actress and everything like that. But it's a lot like, like last week I heard, I heard you show you were talking about Michael Jackson. You know, everybody's all, you know, oh, he's so wonderful, you know, and everyone knows that him and Macaulay Cox, he used to, they used to suck each other's butts. And just like in this lady, um, Mary Cotillard, she's from France. You know what that means. What does that mean? All people from France, you know, they're all into bestiality. <laughs> I mean, I, and I know you know it. Uh, anytime you look on the, uh, you know, on the porn sites and you look for bestiality, like women having sex with cows or horses, always French. Every once in a while you might find a Brazilian or a Filipino in there, but it's always the French that, that are taught that from an early age. To have sex with animals, if they don't have pets, they have sex with other people's pets, and they don't even throw. They they go to the zoo and in the middle of the day. Now, stud, the biggest film right now though is Transformers. Have you seen that? Uh, well, that's the thing, Sean. I don't really need to see films to know if they're any good or not. I can I can watch the people going into the film, and I can tell you if it's any good or not. And I can tell you right now that Transformers is not a good film. Uh, first, first thing, the, and me and, and your friend Cornell Reed, we used to talk about this quite often all the time. Uh, the only thing that those bad robots have to do to the Autobots to keep them from, you know, f- you know, from fighting with them is they just have to, you know, puncture their tires or something. They can't get around. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> and, and another reason is, uh, you know, I would, you know, everyone's talking about this Megan Fox being all sexy and everything like that. But everyone knows, you know, in Hollywood, and you're in Hollywood now too, Sean, and you should know this you know too, it. that Megan Fox has, she has poke thumbs. <laughs> I actually see the images. That's very, it's very disheartening. I've been saying that same thing. Well, it's, well, I tell you what, you know, would you, if you had a baby, okay, would you want her rubbing lotion on your, on your baby boy's genitalia with her toe thumbs? <laughs> I guess I don't know. I guess not. I mean, I guess part of me would be proud that she was the baby's mom. But yeah, you're right. That is kind of creepy. I had a dream about that, but 
And, and there's, there's another, and there's some other films coming out. There's like a new fad. You know how Hollywood goes through these fads all the time. Right now, there's like this dinosaur fad. All these dinosaur movies, you know, and like they, like Hollywood really knows what happened, you know, with the dinosaurs. You know, you have Land of the Lost came out, and uh, what's this? Uh, uh, there's another one called Million BC: Dawn of the Dinosaurs. This uh, Ice Age movie, you know. You know, when you had the Jurassic Park movies, and they're all—they're also contrived. You know, and the, the thing is about it. You know, what I want to do, and I—I want to talk to Michael Bay about this. <laughs> is maybe we could get together and make a film about the real, you know, caveman. The real, yeah. You still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll set that meeting up. Yeah, yeah. We we gonna yeah talk to the you know, and I want to make a film about the real. Uh, what happened with the. Uh, Dinosaurs. People talk about, you know, maybe, you know, a lot of experts say that the dinosaurs were killed by a giant meteor. What is the chances of all the dinosaurs standing in the same place at the same time? Can you tell me that? I can't tell you. So, and, and, you know, and another thing they talk about, I mean, what happened, I mean, everyone knows that it was the cavemen beat, you know, the dinosaurs with their, you know, clubs because they were hungry all the time. Exactly, and then, and and there another thing you're talking about. I mean, that dinosaurs were birds. Did you ever hear that? Have you heard that? <laughs> I've heard that. I mean, you, went to, you went to Cal State Northridge. I'm sure they probably taught. They got in some in depth uh, studies in that. that. Did you right. agree with that? Yeah. All right, Stud. Um, we're, we we got to wrap you up here real quick. What's your uh, what's oh, your okay. thoughts on the great film actor Richard Gere? And then we'll end on that. Well, oh, what what was the question? What's your thoughts on Richard Gere? Oh, I have a I have a joke for you. Okay. Okay. Knock knock. Who's there? A gerbil. A gerbil who? A gerbil, and I'm stuck in Richard Gere's ass, and I can't get out. Okay, all right. Thank you, thank you, Sean, for putting me on your show. And thank all you right, for thank you, Sean. All my talent and insight. Nice job, Stud. That was good. All right. Thank you, Stud Manley. Appreciate the effort there. All right. Thank you, Chris. Uh, thank you, Bill, for coming into the show. Fuck you. Thank you, Sean. All right. Appreciate that <laughs> attitude, Chris. And uh, I'm pissing your couch later. All right. Look forward to that. Thank you, everyone. Tune in. Uh, LA Talk Radio, Thursdays, 8 o'clock. Thanks for listening to The Green Room. Follow The Green Room at twitter.com slash greenroomshow. And make sure to check out LegalZoom.com for all your self-help legal needs. Referral code GREEN for The Green Room discount.